All right, Hachamenu, uh, sorry about the rain delay. We are uh, learning Haftarah. The Haftarah, of course, is Parashat Naso. The, uh, the Haftarah today that we're going to read is in the book of Shofetim, Perek Yud Gimal, Pesukim Bet, Techav Her. I will say that this Haftarah has uh, sentimental value to me. Uh, we uh, had a zechut many years ago. I must have been 12 years old. And uh, we started to learn ta'amim, how to read the notes, with one of the great uh, masters, Mr. Mac Tawel, alaba shalom. He took five or six students and he taught us the 24 books of Tanakh, how to read the ta'amim. And the first haftarah that he taught us was this haftarah. I don't know why he chose haftarah Naso. So this is my, uh, not my bar mitzvah haftarah, but it is the haftarah that I learned how to read. And uh, that being said, I have eternal hakara to talk to Mr. Mac Dowell uh, for him teaching me and my friends. Uh, he did it with great mesidut nefesh for many years, and he had a lot of patience. And uh, Baruch Hashem, uh, I hope the fruits paid off. He's in Gan Eden now, as we know. So we'll learn today's class he is Max Mordechai ben Rahel. Ruah Adonai Tenihenu began Eden. Hayim. Amen. Now I'm not going to read the Haftarah. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to read it. Uh, that's enough. Or maybe that's why, because his son's Danny. Maybe Mishpahat Dani. Ushmo Manoah veishto Akara velo Yalada. Rabotai, we always like to right away begin the connection between the Haftarah and the Perashah. This is an easy one. It's a no-brainer. Uh, one of the primary subjects of the Perashah is the Nazir. And we are going to learn now about the Nazir, the ultimate Nazir in history. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's referred to as Nazir Shimshon. That's a certain brand of Nizirut that really only Shimshon had. Normally we say Stam Nizirut. The Nazir is somebody that accepts upon himself uh, a vow not to cut his hair, not to drink wine, not to metameh uh, himself to the, uh, to the dead people. And he lives a life of abstention. According to one opinion in the Gemara, the Nazir is Kadosh. A normal Nizirut lasts for 30 days. Like it says in the Pasuk, Kadosh Yehiyeh. The Gemara says in Sotai Yehiyeh, Gematria is 30. Yudke, Yudke, Kadosh Yehiyeh, Gadel Pera. However, there is an exceptional um, Nazir, which is the Nazir of Shimshon, that he's a Nazir from birth. Even more so, even his mother, as we're going to learn, was not allowed to ingest wine or any derivatives from the grapes. Because it'll go through the, you know, the umbilical cord and it'll go into Shimshon's body. So therefore he's a nazir min abetin. He's a nazir from the, from the stomach, or as we would say, from the womb. Now we're going to learn today's haftarah uh, of how Shimshon was born. Shimshon's father, as we know, is Manoah. His mother is Slalponit. Doesn't tell us that in the text. We know that from a Gemara, Baba Batra. That's a good Gemara to know. It gives you all the names of the spouses that you don't know their names. You know, Noah's wife and all these other people that you don't know their names. 
it's a good trivia. So just remember that dot. If anybody ever asked, Slalpunit was her name. She was a tzaddiket. Uh, Manoah was a tzaddik. There's nothing to talk about. According to Ravhida, he was one of the 31 tzaddikim. I'm familiar with the 36 tzaddikim, but he says he was from the 31 tzaddikim. And he says, Vayhi. The Aftarat starts with Vayhi. Vayhi is Gematria 31. And even though he was a tzaddik, you could be a tzaddik and an ama'aris at the same time. Because the Gemara does say that Manoah was an Amaris. Wasn't the greatest uh, scholar, as we'll see from the, uh, from the text. It'll be obvious that Manoah's wife was a greater tzaddiket than, uh, than he was. Uh, they were a barren couple. That's the story. They're barren. They could not have children. Like we see many uh, of the tzaddikim. Uh, God deprives them from having children. Uh, for the reason that God loves the prayers of the tzaddikim. And uh, therefore, when the tzaddik prays, he's able to turn the midat hadin to midat rahamin, as we'll see from one word in Haftarah as well. Uh, and the malach is going to come to the wife of Manawah and tell her the good news that she's going to have a baby and then give him all the rules of what is destined for this child, what is his future hold, and what are the rules of nizirut, in this case. So that's the uh, overview of the Haftarah. So, Ish Ehad it's a place, Dani, that would be, let's say, Shevet Dan. We know that uh, Shimshon came from Shevet Dan. Uh, let's review. When Yaakov Abinu is blessing the Shevatim, when he gets to Shevet Dan, he says, Lishu'atcha kiviti Adonai. And uh, the Hakamim say that he saw that from Shevet Dan is going to come Shimshon. That's who with the birth we're going to talk about. Samson, as some of you know him as. And we're going to say that Shimshon was a potential Mashiach. He was a potential redeemer, we'll call him. Yaakov Abinu saw that. And that's why when he blessed Dan, he mentioned the Yeshua. However, he also saw the downfall of Shimshon. Uh, like the Navi doesn't talk about it here. But at the end of the story, I don't want to ruin it for you, but at the end, unfortunately, he, uh, he doesn't redeem the Jewish people. Uh, he dies. And that's why Yaakov Ibn said, We're waiting for God's Yeshua from somebody else in the future. So, That's Manoah, Shimshon's father. Rabotai, pay note. The Torah is telling you right over here, that although there was a fertility problem, the problem was with her. The problem was not with Manoah. Now, there's no way that they know that. When you have a fertility problem, everybody blames the other one. Everybody holds the other one responsible. And Manoah and his wife were having that Shalom Bayit problems, the Midrash says. They were, you know, each one felt it was the other one's issue. But the Nabi right away tells us, uh, we can explain why. Based on what I told you, is that Borei Olam loves the prayers of the tzaddikim, so therefore, the uh, ishto akara is like v'sarai akara. Sarai Emenu was also akara. And obviously, uh, through her tefillot, she was able to turn the judgment. Um, but again, they didn't know this. But we'll see that this is going to play very important in the story. The ishto akara velo yalada. Velo yalada. And as a result, she did not uh, bear bear children. Some will explain the double language that 
she was physically unable uh, to have uh, children, so therefore it's going to be a miracle that she can even bear the children. So the angel of God, a real angel, appears to her. Behold, you are Akara, you have no children. Now, don't you think she knew that already? What is the Malach saying? The Malach is actually telling Eshet Manoah, it's your fault. You're the Akara, it's not Manoah's fault. All these years you blamed your husband, but it really was your fault. Veharit, but good news. You're going to conceive the Yaladet Ben. Again, this is in a very, very few cases in history. We know the parallel will be to Yitzhak Avinu. His birth was also heralded by an angel that came to Sarah Emenu. So this is a, a deja vu of that story. So you, only great neshamot merit uh, this uh, type of uh, emergence into the world. You know, with a malach coming and giving the, uh, giving the good news. Ve'ata, of course now, starting from now. Hishamrina. Now anytime you see Hishamir, Hishamir is a lot ta'aseh. Which means a shamer, be careful, do not, shamlina. The altishti yain veshechar, that's wine. Veshechar is any type of intoxicating beverages from the wine. The altochli kol tameh. And do not eat kol tameh. Doesn't mean things that are spiritually tameh. It means anything that's forbidden to the nazir is called tameh. Although it's not tameh to us, but it's tameh to the nazir. And then the Navi continues. Ki inachara. Behold, you are uh, pregnant. Viyoladet ben. Umbora lo ya'ale al rosho. And the, the knife, which is the scissors, the blade will not go on his head, meaning he will not be able to cut his hair. Ki nizir Elohim yihyeh na'ar min habatin. That's called Nizir Shemshon. It's going to be a Nizir from the, from the womb. Uh, the Haida uh, just points out, it seems there's two types of Nizirut. One is a Nazir Lahashem, which is Yudke Vavke. That comes from mercy. This is called Nizir Elohim. This is coming from Din, because Shemshon obviously is going to be the great, uh, bring great judgment onto the Goyim. He's the one that saved the Jewish people from Pilishtim and they were abusing and harassing. So therefore it's a Nizir Elohim, it's a Nizir that's attached to Midat din And the Pasuk says, That's why he's a Nazir from Elohim. Because the Nizirut is going to create a judgment against the Goyim and he's going to begin to save and redeem the Jewish people Miyad Pilishtim. It should be pointed out that Shimshon would rule the Jewish people for 20 years. However, he was such a, a great, first of all, Sadiq, Sadiq Yisod Olam, is nothing to talk about. And uh, he was such a personality that 20 years after he died, they were still afraid of him. So it's like he was the Shofet for 40 years. <laughs> 20 years alive and 20 years in his grave, they were still scared, you know, of, uh, of Shemshon. That's what type of, uh, and if you know the end of the story, the, the way he died, he killed more people in his death than he killed when he was alive. You know, he, he, he moved the, uh, the beams of the, of the building and they collapsed on all the pillars. So they were afraid of him, rightfully so. Okay, so she gets the revelation. What's the first thing you do when you get a revelation from a malach? 
you run away, you go tell your husband. But Tabo Aisha, and I read it correctly, I mean, it's the Mac Towel stuff. But Tabo Aisha, Isha, there's no yud over there. Isha, Vatomer Le Isha, or Le Isha, and she tells her husband, Lemor, Isha Elohim Ba Elai, a godly man came to me. Uh, and it looks like he had the image of an angel. Now, look how smart this woman is. She knew that it was an angel, but she doesn't want to show up her husband. She doesn't want to tell her husband, oh, the angel came to me and told me, so what am I, an Ahbal? Why did he come to you? I'm, the, I'm the, 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 the father. I'm the husband. She didn't want to, she was a, a proper lady. Like we learned this morning in the Shi'ud, a lady should be dropped under. So therefore... Uh, she comes along and says he was a godly man. So Manoah's thinking, Tamir Hakam, you know, tzaddik, uh, one of the tzaddikim came to visit, and but she eludes. He looked like an angel, but she's not going to tell it to him uh, directly. He was awesome-looking fellow. Uh, I didn't get I didn't get the information from him. Because she's very smart also. Because what happens? Manoah's going to say, go bring him. I want to see him. So she says, I don't know anything. I don't know where his name is. He didn't give me his coordinates. I didn't ask for his business card. I don't know where he comes from. So therefore, that is a genius in this pasuk also. She's very wise lady. She's now going to justify to her husband why the Tamid Hakam came to her and not him. Okay, even the Tamid Hakam. Tamid Hakam normally comes home. Uh, and the husband answers the door. What did he say? Oh, is your wife home? I want to talk to your wife. Uh, you want to talk to the husband. So therefore, she's going to explain, no, no. The reason why he came to me is because his words were no gay to me. And, you know, of course you're going to benefit from it, but really he had to give me instruction. The instructions were on me. He was giving me instructions. I shouldn't drink yain v'shechar. I can't eat things that are nazir. Notice how smart she is. She doesn't say the instructions that were given to Shimshon. Because she wants to make it, listen, he came to me specifically to tell me my instructions. He would have came to you if he had something to tell you, but... You know, instead of making two trips, why make it klishi lishi? Let him come to me directly and tell me the, um, the rules. Manoah Here you see, <coughs> Manoah has the koah of tefillah. He prays. Again, pay uh, note, that's the same lashon that Yitzhak al-Nifka used. Yitzhak al-Nifka she over there says, why is this called tefillah an atar? An atar is a pitchfork. And just like a pitchfork is able to turn over the bales of hay, so too tefillah has the ability to turn midat hadin to midat rahamin. So vayi'atar, it's, like it's like an atar. Vayomar bi Adonai, isha elohim ashish shalakta, this godly man that you sent, yavona od elenu, please send them, send them back to us, you see, now, although we know what we have to do with the Na'ar, that was given to, 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 to Eshet Manoah. We know he's going to be in Nazir and you have to not cut his hair. However, she didn't tell him that. 
So he's saying, okay, well, we need more instructions. You just told us what she has to do, but what's going to be the instructions for the, for the child? He's got to come back. Which means Manoah understood uh, amazing, amazing Hintush over here that, uh, first of all, you, you're just being told you're going to have a child. I mean, could you imagine these are people that suffered Hasbun uh, Shalom uh, Akrut uh, for so many years, and now that, and what's the first thing Manoah's worried about? How are we going to raise the kid? Which we, if you're going to give me a child and I don't know how to raise the kid, what, what, what are you giving me? That was, they were more, he was more worried about the hinuch of the kid. What is he saying again? What are we going to do with the kid? We need, we, we need to know instructions how to raise him, which is very, very, you know, praiseworthy. Uh, you know, uh, I guess the Ama'aris of Manoah would be the Gadola Dor of, of, our, of, of our time. It's all relative to the time that he's living in. Now look at the, the beauty Baruch Hu for the Shalom Bayit over here. I mean, technically, God says, I sent the guy once, the angel, uh, not to deal with it now. Uh, eventually, Isha Manoah will buckle and she'll tell them, listen, he told me what to do. You know, he told me. But Borei Olam says, even though that can happen, I don't want to get involved with the Shalom Bayit, I'm sending him back. You know what it is to send an angel back? It's not, it's not Pashut to get a return, uh, return visit. Oh, look at this. She, he comes back to the lady. He comes back to Eshet Manoah. Twice she had a revelation. Okay, she was probably making it. That's why she was able to get the Malach. You know, she was in the Sadeh. She was away from the people. She's making meditation. And Manoah wasn't there. Now look at the tzaddiket eshet manoah. Vatimahera isha ha isha vatarut vatagid li isha vatomer elav inen ere elay isha shabbat yom elay. He's here. He's here. Tzaddiket. She goes to call her husband. Come. He's here. He showed up. Vayakom vayelech manoah achare ishto. That's where the Gemara learns his amaaris. He followed his wife. The Gemara says, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't walk behind the lady. You know, America, they say ladies first. That's because they want to look at the lady. That's why they say ladies first. Because they want to, they, they, they're perverted. So over here it says, So it's like the Gemara says in Benachot, You know, you're safer walking behind the lion than to walk behind the, uh, uh, even if it was his wife. Even if it's your wife. This is his wife. Are you the are you the guy? Yes, it is I. That's like a blessing. Inshallah. Your words will come true. What's going to be the mishpatanar? What do we do with the uh, with the kid? Whatever I told the wife, that's, uh, that's the instruction. And he repeats it. Now, 
This is uh, very, very, very strange. He's asking, what do we do with the Nag? And what does the uh, Malach say? I gave, I gave her instructions already. Oh, let me repeat them to you. Uh, she can't eat this, she can't eat that, she can't... That's not what I asked. I asked her that Mishpat Nag. So you have over here one of the famous, beautiful short of Rav Shimon Schwab, that we love to say over. What was, um, what was Manoah concerned about? Manoah says, listen, I got it, we're having a baby, wonderful. And I got it that my wife has to be a, a Nazir and she can't eat any of this stuff over here. She, but he comes along and he says that obviously if she can't eat anything, the kid's going to be a Nazir from birth, obviously. They, this kid has to be uh, on a high level. How do they expect me to raise a child that is not allowed to have any wine, grapes, or its derivatives, but the father will be allowed? How can I raise a child? I'm going to be drinking wine, and if I'm going to be eating grapes, and I'm going to tell my son, oh, Shimshon, no, you're not allowed. But daddy, how come you drink uh, wine uh, when you come up from work, you have a glass of wine. Uh, I'm allowed, you're not allowed. So he's saying, there's going to be a lapse in the chinuch over here of this child. You can't give us instructions that you're going to have one parent that's doing one thing and another parent's doing another thing. How do you think the kid's going to come out? It's a, it's a 50-50 shot. Either the kid will go with his mother, will be lucky, but if the kid's going to say, hey, my father drinks, I, I, I want to... So that we, you, you can't give us... He wasn't asking... Uh, what do we have to do with the halachot? Can he shave his hair? Go learn Hilchot Nazirut. It's Masichet Nazir. He wasn't that big of an Amaris. You know where Masichet Nazir was on the bookshelf? Go learn Masichet Nazir. He was asking a, a halachic question over in Hinuch. How do you raise a child? So look what the angels answered. I'm reading Pasuk Yud Gimel. How gorgeous from Shem and Shuam. Vayomer Malach Adwayil Manoah. Mikol Asher Amarti Il Ha'isha. Whatever I told your wife, Tishamer Atah. You gotta keep it. Which means you're right. If you're going to raise a Nazir, you're going to have to be a Nazir as well. And therefore, Beautiful explanation. Okay, that's a great lesson in Hinuch. Now already, there won't be any inconsistencies in the Hinuch. The, the child will be brought up in a beautiful, you know, sound home that has a, a, a good role model that the kid will see that we don't drink wine in this house, we don't eat grapes, no raisinets, no, uh, you know, no, no things like that. Okay, now, over here at Botai, we have to make a very, very important uh, note in this, uh, this story. The note is, Eshet Manoah is a great, great Sadeke. Listen, she gets the revelation twice. Uh, she's the mother that's going to carry this great neshama. Very, very rare breed of nezirut. And she omits from telling her husband the things that she feels will, you know, affect the shalom bayit. Like, you know, things that are not no She's trying to make it easy. He came to me because it had to do with me. Uh, there's rules for me. Fine, she's very good. But did you notice one thing she didn't say to her husband? She didn't tell her husband, by the way, it was my fault. She didn't tell the husband, by the way, you know that argument we've been having for 50 years? 
the angel told me when he came to me, he at akara at your fault. Why didn't she say that? Says the great rabbi that we always love to quote, Rav Zaychik, Alava Shalom. He says, you see from over here that it's not easy to be modest. It's not, you could be a tzaddeket, you could have angels come visit you, but it's not easy to come along and say, it was my fault. Especially when you're living with that truth for so many years, you know, the longer you live with a certain belief, and then to come along and say, ah, it was a mistake, ta'iti. So therefore you, you see over here, as great as she was, she couldn't come to that item of to say ta'iti. And he comes along and he writes um, such a beautiful thing. Uh, he says that there's a rabbi called Rabbeinu Avraham, the son of Harambam. This is Lashon. He says, En genai nidbat bechacham kishiru chozer meshigi'ah she'ira' lo. He says, it's not a genai to a tamid hacham that retracts from something that he said. And he says, Otaut. Well, he says, I made a mistake. He said, that's not a good knife. You see a Tamir Hakam that gets up and says, Rabotai, I gave a Psakalachai yesterday. I was wrong. Rabbeinu Avram says, that's not a Genai at all. He says, Adraba, on the contrary, who mekabel sachar minael yidbarach al hazirato mitaoto. He'll get reward for that. That's the greatness of the, of the Hakamim that they're able to say, Ta'iti. He quotes Iran in Masichet Nidarim Daf Nuntet. The Ra'an was talking about a certain inyan over there, and he didn't have clarity. Listen to his language. I'm not happy with the pshat. The Ra'an says, I got to go ask the rabbi. The humility that the tzaddikim have. Furthermore, the, um, the rabbi brings, I mean, who would have thought you could bring such a proof? But he brings a piece. He is a Ravzaychik. He saw Pesukim in a certain way that nobody saw Pesukim. He was very, very deep and he was able to draw tremendous lessons. I would read this Pesuk for a thousand years and not be able to draw a, a, a Musad like this. You remember in the story of uh, Megillat Esther? They're not about that. Purim is right around the corner. So you have over here in Megillat Esther, Haman just comes back from uh, taking Mordechai on the horse again the plan is they're going to hang Mordechai in the tree the tree is still there that, that plan is still in place so it says he comes home all the events of that day the Hachamim, he had Hachamim. Says Rav Zaychik, what made these people in Haman's uh, court Hachamim at this point? What makes them Hachamim? They call them Hachamim. We have no Hachamab. That's a big compliment to call somebody Hacham. This is written in Beruah HaKodesh, Megillat Esther. And the Megillat says, Vayomru lo Hachamab v'zedesh ishto. And it's making that zedesh ishto at that point was also Hachamab. What made her Hachamab? What does she tell uh, Haman?
You know what the greatness was? They were more there. We made a mistake. You're not going to be able to beat the guy. These are the ones that were saying, make the tree, kill the guy. The guy is... Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden, they came along, and basically, what are they saying? We made a mistake. We made a mistake. For an anti-Semite, who, you, you can't see straight. The sin'ah is mekalkelet et The sin'ah caused you not to see straight. For them to come along and say, listen, we, we know we told you last week, make a tree and go to Hasberosh and tell the, but now we're telling you, ta'inu, says Rav Zaychik, vayomru lo hachamav. You're a hacham. Even an anti-Semite that can come along in a moment of truth and say, I mean, we made a mistake, our assessment was wrong. You're not going to beat the guy. And they were right. That indeed makes them a hakam. Uh, that's, that's a phenomenal uh, item over there. And uh, he comes along and he says that a lot of the, uh, the midah to say ta'iti is really talui on the midah of anava. Obviously, uh, a ge'er, somebody that has arrogance, uh, could never come along and say, uh, I made a mistake. Uh, they could never apologize. They could never say, you know, I looked into it, I was wrong. You were right. Uh, that's a, uh, it takes humility to, to, to admit that. So he quotes at the end of this beautiful piece, and I'm just giving you the highlights of the piece. He says, He says over here that uh, one time Moshe Rabbeinu was complaining to God when the Jewish people, when the work in Egypt got worse. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, uh, I came on the scene and it only got worse. So this is the Midrash he quotes. God says, I wrote in the Torah that you're a hacham, Moshe. And you come along and you complain. So Rav Zaychik comes along and says, where do you see in the Torah that God ever called Moshe hacham? So he writes over here, Nowhere does it say that God ever called Moshe a hakam. Although I have a remez to it, but he brings the real one. My remez was, if you look at the Balaturim, in, when God told Moshe to send 12 spies to Eris Israel, it says, Shelah lecha anashim. Sofetevot is, Shelah lecha hakam. That's the Balaturim. So you're a hakam, go, uh, so that's a remez. But he comes along and says, you know where Moshe Rabbeinu is called the Hakam? Ve'ha'ish Moshe Anav. Ve'ha'ish Moshe Anav. Anava and Hakam. That's a, that means he's a Hakam. Because if you're a humble guy, so we always think that the Hakam is the guy who knows the answer, who never makes a mistake. Who, I remind you, Rashi Kadosh. how many times does he come along and say, Lo Yadati. This week we did it in the Daf a few times. And I made a point to our members when we were learning the Daf. I said, Abotai, does anybody know what this item is? Okay, good, because Rashi doesn't know it either. Why do I make a point? To show you the great Sadiqim, they're not out about that. The Rabbeinu Abraham said, that's their Sheba. So, again, Eshet Manoah, with all the greatness, she couldn't tell her husband, it's my fault. If you wanted to give Eshet Manoah the benefit of the doubt, uh, she probably didn't want to start a fight. Because then Manoah said, hey, I told you so. And Rabbi Zaytik makes it even better. Now you don't lose to say you made a mistake because you're pregnant. It's over. It's over. It's, it's, it's like a mistake that you can move on. You're not going to live with it. You can tell, Listen, I made a mistake, but who cares? Who cares? I'm pregnant. We're having a baby. Baruch Hashem. 
even under that circumstance, she couldn't say that it was her. So that's, uh, that's that point that he makes. Now, there is uh, another yesod, another yesod over here that we need to discuss the Inyan, the Inyan Manoah and the, um, oh, one of the laws of Nazir, there's a, there's a big one. All the time that the Nazir is, you know, a Nazir. He's not allowed to become Tameh to any Metin. Cannot become Tameh to anybody. Even to people that Kohanim can become Tameh to, like a mit mitzvah, the Nazir is not allowed to become Tameh. So the Midrash says, why? Why not? Why, why does a Nazir have a higher status? So he says, Lomar lecha, she'im alav mahmat nizro. Because listen, the Nazir, he's probably going to have shechina on him because he's living a tremendous life of, uh, you know, deprivation and misirut nefesh. We don't want the people to say, oh, you know how he's getting his uh, power? He's in the cemetery all night getting heebie-jeebie, getting black magic. That's, that's where it's coming from. Ask Rav Zaychik, what do you mean? That's why he cannot become Tamir? Because we don't want people to say that his uh, level was gotten from... How come we don't say that about the Kohanim then? The Midrash doesn't say that that's the reason for the Kohanim. Kohanim cannot become Tamir. It doesn't say, oh, it's for the people. What's the difference between the Kohen and the Nazir? So he says such a, a psychology of human beings. And this is, unfortunately, you see it. The Nazir, in a certain sense, is better than the Kohen. Why? Because he earned his level. What makes a Kohen holy? That he was born uh, to Mr. Tower. He was, his, his father was Mr. Cohen. Uh, what did he do? Nothing. He was lucky. Uh, in the gene uh, lottery, he ended up in uh, a, a, a Kohen. He did nothing. And that allows him to go up to the Torah first, to make Birkat Kohen. Why? Because his last name is Cohen. The Nazir, on the other hand, he was born a regular guy. What made him a Nazir? He worked on himself worked on himself, he toiled on himself, he doesn't eat this, he doesn't do that. Nobody is ever going to be jealous of a Kohen. Because that guy is a Kohen, he didn't do anything. But there's a tremendous jealousy of people when they see somebody growing and they see somebody accomplishing. You know why they get jealous? Because the guy says to himself, I'm not jealous of the Kohen, you know why? Because I cannot be a Kohen. So I'm not jealous, I can't. But if I wanted to, I could be a Nazir. And I'm not a Nazir. So automatically there's a rivalry because there's people that are jealous when they see a guy successful. You see a guy, we see the people today. Guy learned shots. Guy does that for me. Right away the jealous guy, ah, they don't know nothing. Ask him questions. They learn it, they forget it the next day. What are you knocking the guy? You're jealous because you didn't learn, you don't have the hat like the other guy. Why have to knock the book? You're jealous. Anytime you see somebody doing something 
great that you could also do, but you didn't. So the natural nature is tear the guy down. Right away, make a joke on the guy, make a litzanun, uh, credit it to some, uh, to some uh, you know, foreign power. So the rabbi says, the nazir, he cannot become tamir. You know why I can't become tamir? Because we know what the people are going to say. The people are going to be so jealous of the Nazi's level. You see a guy with Shekhinah. Instead of telling him Hazak Baruch, you know what they're going to say? Eh, of course, he sleeps in the cemetery all night. <laughs> the guy, he drinks the Maim Haronim. That's how he's becoming uh, such a, uh, you know, so, so, uh, so spiritual. It's CBGB, it's all black magic. So the Torah says, in order to protect the Nazir from that uh, scoffer, from the Litzim, from the jealous people, eh, it's, it's unfortunate. You know, nobody wants to see a guy earn and, and, and reach, reach, reach high levels. Even in spirituality. It's one thing I always knew. Okay, in, 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 in monetary, you see that. People say, ah, very rich guy, big deal. Why not a guy? He's a thief. He's a, but even in religious things, guy's religious level, what do you want from the guy? Tell the guy, Hazaka Baruch. Tell the guy, beautiful. I wish I could be like that. Instead, they whisper, ah, of course, he's with the metim all day long. So therefore, to protect him from that lazut uh, sifatayim, but then he says something else, which is which is also a very 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 big yisod. He says, that whenever a person reaches high madregot, that's when the yetsaras tries to. Forget about the people. The Satan tries to bring him down. Who does that Satan go after? The big guys. He's going to go after the Amaris guy. It's not a big sale for him. He wants a guy that's holding on Madregot, and now he starts to be Mikatreg. You know, Remember we learned the other night in Ma'amara Ge'ula Rabotai? Remember we said in the Mishnah in Pirkei Avot, it says, miracle happened on Yom Kippur. Never did the Kohen Gadol ever become a Baal Keri on Yom Kippur. And we asked, we expect that we're going to become a Baal Kedi on Yom Kippur. I mean, the guy's preparing himself for seven days. The guy's Tahorko. And the Tosfot Yom Tov said, precisely because of that, the Satan will be Mekatreg on the guy who's the most Kadosh to cause him to lose his Madriga. That's exactly where, where, you, where you see great Kiddushah, you see resistance. So it was a miracle that the Satan was never able to sabotage the Kohen Gadot to get to become a Baal Kedi. It was, it was a great thing. So he says that... Even the Nazir has to be careful. Even after he reaches certain madrigot in his uh, spirituality, he has to be careful because uh, you know, he, even he himself now can think, oh, let me go to the cemetery, maybe I'll get more... Uh, he'll, do, he'll do silly things. And therefore the Torah has to come along and protect the Nazir, not from only the people, but to protect him from himself, that he won't go do... Uh, you know, silly things like that, thinking that it'll bring him more, uh, you know, cohort or more energies than he has already. You say, how could a guy with such a small caliber as he go sleep in a cemetery? You'd be surprised. He had not did it because he's so great. Uh, that's what, what can cause uh, 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 this uh, behavior. In any event, Ayin Sham, it's a beautiful piece. I'm just giving you the highlights of it. All right, Abotai, let's continue. By the way, uh, did anybody notice this is a little more... Uh, clearer than Ma'asim Merkava that we did last week. I don't know if any of our members noticed that. Uh, we're understanding this one uh, a little better than uh, last week, which we didn't really understand that, that well. So there's going to be weeks like that. Some weeks will be better than others. This, I'm more confident. Uh, this is clearly not Ma'asim Merkava. 
Anyway, now we're up to Pasuk Tetvav. Manoach doesn't know it's a Malach. You have to remember, he thinks it's a rabbi. So he tells the Malach, Please, let me keep you here for a minute. Let me give you a sauda, make a barbecue. You gave me good news. Let me feed you. Now, we know angels are not going to eat anything. Please, don't, uh, don't stop me. I'm not, I'm not eating. I'm, I'm, maybe you told him I'm a ta'anit, bahab. You want to bring a gidi'izim? Bring a korban ola, bring a korban ta'ashem. There's bamot and by the way, you see his wife is a sadeket. His wife doesn't say, hey, Manoah, I the guy for He's not going to eat. He's a malach. She didn't, uh, she didn't say, she knew it was a malach, but she didn't tell him, what are you, I, what are you inviting the guy for? She would have whispered in his ear, listen, don't you understand? The guy's not eating it because he's a malach. Don't you understand? How many, does he have to tell it to you in big letters that he's a malach? He's trying to tell you. That. She doesn't say anything. She's sadeket. Eshet Manoah. What's your name? Which means uh, that if, if, if you're going to send messages to us through other uh, people, we want to know to listen. Which means maybe you have more instructions for us. Or maybe you're not going to be able to come. So maybe you're going to send another guy and you, he's going to say, oh, Rabbi so-and-so sent me. So we know who you are, so we can respect your words. We want to respect your words. Tell, tell us what your name is so we know in the future... If anybody comes in your name, we can honor it. Again, avoiding him. What are you asking me my name for? Angels don't have specific names. Their names are based on the mission. Peli means it's hidden. Peli, it's hidden. Okay, so he listens to the rabbi. You know what? I'll bring a korban. So he takes the gedi'izim. He puts it on the rock. And all of a sudden, a miracle happens. A fire comes down. They didn't even put the fire. All of a sudden, boom. The fire consumes the korban. At this point, Manoah starts to realize something's going on. They're watching it. When the fire rose up from the Mizbeah, the guy jumps into the fire. The angel jumped into the fire. Why? That's how he goes back up to heaven. That's it. They, they, they realize that. Okay, they bowed. So he stopped coming to Manoah and his wife. Then he realized, okay, which means he had hit him on the head. Oh, it must be a malach. He saw him jump into the fire he went, and he didn't come back. So he realized it was a malach. We're going to die. We saw Malach. Now here's where you see Manoah Ma'arif and his wife was Hakama. He thinks he's going to die now. Because I guess you're not allowed to look at angels. You're not allowed to see the angels. And we were looking at the guy. We saw him go up to the fire. If God wanted to kill us, he wouldn't, take, he wouldn't accept it of our korban. He accepted the korban. Why, why would he make such a miracle? He wouldn't have shown us all this revelation. He wouldn't have given us the news that we're having a child. If God was looking to get rid of us, would he do all these things for us? 
which is, she was saying, look where the hashkaha is going. Sometimes if you want to know if God is happy with you or not, you try to look at where the, this happened, Baruch Hashem, to my favor. This is happening in my favor. So you say, okay, doesn't look like God is angry at us. Now we go to the end of the story. Calls the son Shimshon. Shimshon. And the child grew up. And he is blessed. Pa'amo comes from Lashon, Pa'amon, like a bell. The Spirit of God started to ring. He started to get, you know, the Spirit of God inside of him. Even though Mahanedan is not the holiest place, we know Shebedan is, you know, the last of the tribes. So the Pazuba say, even so, that it was from Shebedan. And the Torah tells us, Ben Surah. Between those places. So, Rabotai, we learned a lot of lessons from this Haftarah. You know, so we should be Zocher that uh, although Shimshon was not the ultimate uh, redeemer, we go back to what Yaakov Abinu said, Yishuatecha kivinti Adonai. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen. <laughs>